0: Welcome to Talkie Talk, the podcast for the media by us.com. Joining me today is Brent. Hi. Is DJ? Hello. Is Chris? Hey. My name is David, and today we're going to be talking about stripes for potential inclusion into the uh. exclusive <laughs> mm-hmm. Talk of Fame Club. Prefer horizontal to <laughs> vertical. <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> That's a Brent joke if there's ever a Brent joke. <laughs> When Brent has kids, the dad jokes are going to be insane. (laughs) Insane. (laughs) Chaos reigns. (laughs) Hey
0: kids, watch this. (laughs) Oh man. But uh, yeah, Chris nominated the 1981 Ivan Reitman movie, Stripes. Uh, A military training comedy. Yeah, with Bill Murray, Harold Ramis, uh, some minor guys that got bigger later. Judge Reinhold, yeah, is inexplicably a stoner character. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was originally
2: supposed to be a Cheech and Chong movie. Yep, yeah. and Judge Reinhold got a lot of the Cheech and Chong jokes that were left over. <clears throat> and John Candy in a very early role. Yeah, yep. John Larroquette. Yeah, well,
0: before John Larroquette, you got uh, uh, Sean Young. Sean Young. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's like yeah, about a year before Blade Runner, I guess. Yeah. A cameo by Bill Paxton. Yeah, yeah. I did not see him as soldier. Yeah, he's just a background soldier in the boot camp and in the mud wrestling scene. Then uh, you have
0: some SCTV guys. You got Joe Flaherty as a Czechoslovakian border guard. Yeah. You got Dave Thomas as a mud wrestling announcer. I noticed yeah.
3: Dave yeah. Thomas. I actually had to pause the movie to be like, "Is
0: that Dave Thomas?" And yeah. I went, "I was like, it
3: is." It makes me so happy. John o. Volstad, who's on Newhart, who's a big character on Newhart,
1: was one of the. Czechoslovakian mm-hmm. Guards too. It was weird.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Else there. there were a couple of people, uh, the guy who shoots the mortar, I can't remember his name right now, but plays Danny on this okay. wing. Timothy, Bus- Timothy Bus- Busfield, Busfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh the guy from Kansas, the like dum dum, who John Candy steals money from mm-hmm. in the poker game. He's something. John Deal, yeah. What is he what do I know him from?
0: He's been in stuff
1: things. He has been in stuff. From the looks of his Wikipedia <laughs> but page, is
0: anyone want to give a quick rundown of how the talk of fame works? Oh, I forgot. Step. Hang on. Yeah.
3: Uh, so yeah, we put these uh, nominated movies through what we have sort of informally named uh, the gauntlet. The gauntlet. The gauntlet. Uh, which is just a series of questions, and um, the, gauntlet. <laughs> the gauntlet. We always start with uh, was
2: the movie entertaining.
3: Were you not entertained?
2: Is that not why we're here? <laughs> I,
3: found uh, it, I found it entertaining. Of course I did. It's a, it's a fun uh, 80s. The first account. hour
1: and 20 minutes are... Everything up into Graduation? Deployment in Italy. When they steal the truck, I think. Yeah. That's what it goes downhill for me a little bit. Yeah. I, all the action. The action was not that entertaining to me.
0: Yep. On the whole, definitely entertaining definitely a Bill Murray movie, so I'm, I'm in the pocket for it. Yeah, first-time movies were fantastic. I'm in Big Murray's <laughs> pocket.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. The uh, <clears throat> the truck stuff. And it's funny, reading the interview afterwards, uh, Bill Murray still to this day cannot believe uh, that he filmed a movie where he had a machine gun in his hands. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and I was talking to TJ about this on the way over, and I don't know if that was the lip service, but they... Got some funding and infrastructure support from the U.S. military um, because if it, if they get money from them, then it has to reach a certain level where they think that the movie can be useful for recruiting purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it met that bar, so they got you know free labor, free like crew support. Um, they got to film at Fort Knox um, and just like other amenities provided by the U.S. military. Mm-hmm. Um, which this movie met that bar And I think it's the last 20 minutes It's the ragtag group of soldiers Executing a mission Using the training from Sergeant Holka um, And Sergeant Holka himself being a super soldier That I think they probably use as the potential ability for them to use to recruit Because the rest of it I don't yeah. see how well, they the military, could You can
1: steal top secret equipment Yeah, and still be a hero <laughs> Join the
2: army, fuck our military police <laughs> <laughs> consensually in, a, in, a general's, house. in yeah. a general's house yeah. uh, any kind
3: of emotional response to the movie I mean it's comedy so just, just laughter is all, yeah. all that
2: hit me yeah I thought it was hilarious
0: um, I thought it was really funny I, especially um, I think I've only ever seen this on TV before so like the very beginning and very ending I'm not sure I've ever really seen all the way through Right. I really like the beginning stuff with
1: uh, Lady in the Cab
0: yeah, Lady in the Cab and uh, Bill Murray's uh, depression setting in. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I laughed so hard at uh, in the beginning at um, Oh my God, what's Egon's name? Harold Ramis. Yes. Harold Ramus teaches a ESL
3: class. She walked beside me and her name was Jill.
1: So, so do around, run, 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 run yeah. do run, run. I like
3: that. It's like who knows just a little bit of English, and it's the one guy who just. Son of bitch! Shit! <laughs> yeah. The whole class repeats Son it. Son of, of bitch, bitch! Shit!
1: shit. <laughs> it's like the uh, dancing during the do run run. He's he's got them all
3: doing the, the thumbs to the side. <laughs> go, oh my god, it's great!
1: So uh,
0: a, little, a little xenophobic <laughs> kind of, but uh, <laughs> still kind of funny.
3: It's uh, I think this is only the second or third time I've seen Stripes. Um, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Uh. Was the movie how you remembered it? Had everybody seen it first off before? Yes. Yeah. I don't know if I'd
1: ever seen it beginning to end, but yeah, I'd seen it many, many times. Was it what you remembered it to be for pretty, the most part? Pretty much exactly. Yeah,
3: it was It was what I remembered for the most part. There's nothing really that surprised me about it. Not that it needs to.
0: The We're going we're to come back to this many times, but the ending uh, definitely surprised me. I knew they went to Italy. I knew that they had the EM-50 the urban assault vehicle. Yeah. But I, I just keep, I, as it was going on, I kept forgetting how long it was. And and, and <laughs> I thought, it's not that long.
1: That's, that's weird. Yeah. yeah.
2: And I thought like, well, maybe there's some redeeming part of it. I kept waiting for that. Like those jokes, those, you know, the dry Bill Murray or like the, the, the perfectly expressive Harold Ramis jokes. And they're just, they're just not in that back part. Yeah. No. But that's, I was, I was hoping that I just overlooked them when I had seen it. I think I may have seen this like a half dozen times.
0: Yeah, even though I, I I do love the army training thing, I was so I was still surprised how enjoyable Bill Murray is giving speeches mm-hmm. yeah. when he gives the speech to turn them around when they yeah. have to learn the uh, the drill, learn the march overnight. It's just so good. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about how we were all, we were Americans. We were kicked out of every decent country in the world. We're mutts. Here's proof this guy's nose is cold. That's yeah, That's great. But then it's actually like stirring. It's like we're the wretched refuse. And, you know, he is an unconventional leader that actually has leadership. Yeah. Which was kind of surprising. Yeah. And I remember him being a, you know, he's a man baby child. From the beginning, you know, listening to Tito Puente albums and just getting drunk and ordering takeout.
1: Yeah. I do think he gets a little more into the military, like, fondness. But he gets sucked in a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I think it comes out a little during the graduation ceremony. The chicken getting blown up, he ain't no chicken no more. Like, that's funny, but it's also totally a thing that some platoon somewhere would chant. You know what I mean?
3: Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like we're already kind of going in that direction too. So uh, the next part we usually talk about is like just the the story, the script, the director, and uh, with I feel like with comedies that's what you wind up talking about the most, or like your favorite jokes from the movie and your favorite like one liners and whatnot. And uh, it's really easy in a movie like this to just point those out. So I actually made a, a short list of like my favorite. That's what you got. Um, I love John Larroquette spying on the girls in the uh, mm-hmm. in in the shower and then uh, getting so startled that he throws his spyglass through the window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that cracked
0: me up. But, the, and the before team. that saying, like, I wish I was a loofah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the funniest line in
1: that, first off, it's hilarious that the women are just showering by open window. Yep. <laughs> into yeah. the middle of the base. But uh, second off, his quote of, I didn't know they could do that. <laughs> you see him staring through the spyglass, he goes, I didn't know they could do that it's like what are you doing yeah, what are no, you seeing
3: yeah at one point he's just like saying things he sees because he's just like soap <laughs> tits you know it's just like that's he's uh he's a bizarre character uh so when they are in the bus station, uh, I love when Harold Ramis' character meets uh, Judge, Judge Reinhold, Reinhold. Yeah. and he's doing that weird head bob like that. <laughs> that it's gonna play great on a podcast. Mm, but the yeah. that that re- that uh, druggy mm. you know, head bob—it's the weirdest thing, and it's
2: it cracked me up. Then uh, you might get to it, but I think. My two favorite Harold Ramis parts were that and then when Ox, John Candy's character, is telling his story of why he joined the military. Every time John Candy's head sweeps the room and is away from Harold Ramis, Harold Ramis is just, like, like shrugging his shoulders and going, like, what the fuck is he talking about? And then he'll, like, kind of glance over at Ramis and he's like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, no, I All totally right, understand. Uh, also, they're,
3: like, just the classic lines. Lighten Up Francis is a... Is a movie mm. classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. also think that when the recruiter asks them if they're homosexuals and Bill Murray says no, but we're willing to learn. But, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> fucking perfect. I'll put
3: no. <laughs> like, I'm just going to put no for now. I love mm. the look they give each other too when he yeah. first asks the question. Just They both instantly turn to one another and they're both like...
0: They're just smiling. Checking you. each other out. Yeah. yeah.
3: Like never considered that. But uh, that
1: translates well to when they get caught when Bill Murray's about to go AWOL.
0: Yeah, this isn't what it looks
1: like, Bill Murray gets. We're just good friends.
3: <laughs> <laughs> David was talking about the, the speech he gives, and my favorite part of the speech was, uh, We're America.
0: We're ten and one. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, <God>. Loved it. <laughs> so good.
0: I was like the Bill Murray, uh, like all the backstories I think are kind of funny, when they're all getting to know each other. It's mm-hmm. like the Lighten Up Francis, the Ox thing. And I just really like Bill Murray's speech where he talks about, like, uh, <laughs> a division without leader is like a foot without a big toe. <laughs> Sergeant Polka's, <laughs> uh, like, he's also our big toe. <laughs> yeah. I just really like that.
3: Speaking of Polka, I, he's the original Roger Murtaugh because there was. I'm, too old a, for I'm this getting ship. too old for this shit. Yeah. yeah.
0: Was that before Lethal Weapon? Oh, yeah.
3: This is 81. Lethal Weapon came out in like 87. Oh. So this is a solid half decade before.
0: Uh, I wonder if you could Mercom. trace the origin of that.
3: It made me wonder. I was like, yeah. I bet there's a super cut somewhere on YouTube of like oh, characters saying...
2: Sam Spade, Maltese Falcon. I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> Catherine Hepburn in the Philadelphia Story. I'm
0: too old for this shit. Yo, Pope. <laughs> uh
2: I can't talk about uh, favorite scenes and funny scenes and I'm talking about the actual graduation ceremony. Oh my god. The <laughs> marching out from the trees all in like the clothes that they just woke up in.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, it's so yeah. good.
0: Great American fighting soldier. <laughs> okay, <what's up? laughs> what kind of training have you been doing? Arm training. <laughs> I knew it was coming but it still like killed yeah. me. Yeah,
1: it's great. I uh, think my, my, my favorite part of the training word real quick was the, uh, where's your drill sergeant? Blown up! <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: great. He looks back at John airquette and the general does. <laughs> what? <laughs> I do think that the part of that training that that makes it better than it maybe could have been was, uh, was Hulka being like, in that scene where he's like, Sitting on the chair, getting to know all the troops. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love that scene because it like it makes him a more human. Yeah, he's not, he's not yeah. an asshole
2: drill no. sergeant, which he's, is fun. Yeah, yeah. And when he tries to root out Bill Murray,
1: Bill Murray's an asshole.
2: <laughs> Bill Murray's an asshole, and and he he's like he's he's giving him an honest shot. Yeah. He's like, is this how it's gonna go? Like, if it if like take a swing at me. Let's have it out right now. Like that to me is like a real human moment that they have, even though it's like hyper machismo, it's still like...
1: Yeah, it's kind of what I was saying about He's Bill Murray, level. finding the military aspect of yeah. that, like kind of getting sucked in a little bit. I feel yeah. like, and this, nothing happened in, in the movie that comes out and says this, but I feel like uh, Drill Sergeant maybe kind of saw that they were a bunch of losers and that Bill Murray was probably the one who wouldn't end up leading them
3: anyway or needed to.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. so I, he, know, I got that vibe, though. So he I makes an they're... example out of um Yeah.
3: Yeah. I just think it's such a, it would be such an easy decision to make the, the Drill Sergeant the the asshole who gets Charlie oh, Hermy, uh, the yeah. the John Larrakat character yeah. basically <clears throat> as the drill sergeant right. but I really love the decision to make Hulka
0: yeah. human I yeah. like it that like being an yeah, asshole in the military too. isn't from hard assery it's from like uh, negligence mm-hmm. like John Larrakat just doesn't give a crap he, he plays with his little toys <laughs> Spy, you know, is a perv. Spies on people, but doesn't know shit. Like the mortar scene, where it's just like, I just want to see a mortar go. You've yeah. <laughs> been trained, just like, you know, I just want to see it fire. Yeah, like it's negligence, and yeah, we, uh, we pay a lot of money to teach you how to shoot that thing. No, shoot yeah, that. it's inattention rather than Holka is like 100 percent attention.
2: He's focused on these guys. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. To so the point where he, where Holka is annoyed when Stillman walks over. And is like, oh, is this my troop? Like, cool, because they're, 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 they're more of his toys. Mm-hmm. And Hulk is irritated that he doesn't get to continue barking at people to get off the bus, get in there, you mm-hmm. know, find your seat.
0: Yeah, it's so, because he cares, and John <clears throat> Laricat doesn't care. Right. And that's what makes him the villain. Yeah. was a nice little uh, switch from, yeah. like, the typical evil Military,
1: Yeah. One more thing while you're talking about favorite parts. This is a little more subtle, but I cackled so hard watching it. The, uh when he's watching them go through, like, the obstacle course, and John Larrakat's there, he's like, are these my men? they look like, great. And he's like, nope, this is another troop. Your men are coming over the hill. And you just see the one guy run over the hill going, oh! <laughs> 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 his head, his arms are in the air, just yelling. One of them just runs off into the woods. John Candy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Uh,
2: and I read afterwards that, that lots of this movie was improv because it had Murray and Ramis. Yeah. Uh, the that scene that. when they go into uh, General Murky or whatever the general's name is, his house while he's out of town, the whole dialogue and scene, the Aunt Jemima treatment oh, that yeah. Bill Murray uh, gives his uh, <laughs> military police lady yeah. was completely improv because it was three o'clock in the morning and they were running out of like film to shoot. So they're yeah. like, all right, you guys just go for it. <laughs> you can see it too in the... Um,
1: do I Diddy march mm-hmm. that there was a chant written for them to yell like call and response normal mm-hmm. military chant mm-hmm. but Harold Ramis just started doing Do I Diddy mm-hmm. you see him look at Bill Murray during that <laughs> kind of mm-hmm. smile Bill Murray's like yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is way better than that shit that was written for it's, us <laughs>
0: it's apparently become like a tradition too in the, like training camps It's, it's is good. They, they do that when marching because it has a good cadence to it
1: yeah
0: I'm thinking it started with stripes Influential, perhaps. perhaps. Yeah, I also like in the uh, you know it's it's such an inexplicable part, but just like the having sex with MP scene at the general's house, <laughs> just the capper of that is Bill Murray and uh, and the the MP coming out of the Footlocker. So the there's, the there's a big jump yeah. in the blanket by the fireplace. Well, <laughs> that was interesting.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the I really wish the ending would have when it did the magazine covers. Would have just stopped at the pit house cover. Just done that and
0: no other ones. <laughs> I don't know. I, I do can't. like Ox on Tiger Beat <laughs> magazine.
2: And I really like the John Larry Cat. The It it shows the paper and it's like, record snowfall. And then it zooms into the, the tiny <laughs> article about him getting posted at the weather station. Yeah. Arctic Command. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> those are okay. our greatest
3: hits of the scenes we liked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, That's what you do with a comedy, though. Yeah, yeah it's, it's fun to do that, right? Um, what about the performances in the movie? Any standout? I mean, it's hard to it's hard to gauge comedy performances. Yeah, I think Murray and Ramus were fantastic. I ones. do too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially Ramus. You don't think of as a performer that much. I love him as Egon, but he's he's a great. Egon Spengler and Ghostbusters, more from not acting than think yeah. from yeah. being dry.
1: He's always been good in subtle roles too. Like one of my favorite rom-coms is Knocked Up, when he was yeah, great in that one scene with Seth Rogen.
0: Yeah,
2: but this is like I love reading the the this this is, this movie's got a really really interesting production history because it started as a Cheech and Chong movie. Um, they you know they had it as a buddy comedy and they wanted Ramus to help kind of. Wrightman picks Ramos to help kind of revamp the script. And Ramus basically said, I can get Bill Murray to do it. And then Bill Murray said he would do it only if Harold Ramos would be his co-star. Nice. So then the two of them got linked. And there is apparently infighting in the studio because at times they wanted to get rid of Harold Ramos. And Bill Murray would be like, I'll walk. Like, the moment you get rid of Harold Ramos, I'm out.
1: Sex Day had such a, <clears throat> a go at it in the 90s. Throughout the yeah, 90s. the falling things, out. The falling
3: really, I would have watched them two do anything. So after White Groundhog Day? Because Ramus directed that, right? direct Groundhog Day? Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah.
3: Was that it? Is that where it happened?
0: Either that or after. Did Ramus do Scrooge or anything? Or is that, some, or is that like. Scrooge is like a little earlier,
3: I think. It's in the oh,
0: late, late it. 80s. Yeah. I don't know. It was definitely in the 90s where they had that falling out. Yeah,
3: I just wish they would have done.
0: More, yeah. I would have watched. Anything. It is nice that they reconciled before Hail Ramus's death. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do like their. I I think this is maybe their best, not their best individual role. Actually, maybe Ramus is best. Uh, but um, my, yeah, I think. I think it but uh, I think they have a better on-screen chemistry than in any other movie than when the two of them as a pair. Yeah, Ghost
2: yeah. Drives, well, well, Ghostbusters is all. Murray, Ackroyd. Um, you take and, any any one of the three Ghostbusters out. It? Because that was great. Yeah. They're all
1: three amazing. Um, Don't sleep on my boy, Ernie Hudson. Three. Right, yeah. That are good in the movie. This <laughs> <laughs> sounds like
3: you're sleeping the, on. Uh, <laughs> this should be quick. Did any of the technical achievement categories stand out in stripes? I mean, there's one. Uh, because we include... Score. In, in, the, this, in, the in the segment,
1: this segment. B- 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 Good lord. We b- 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 got a great score written by a great composer.
0: Oh, Bernstein, <laughs> And And
2: uh, they fucking used it. Oh my god. Yes. I, I honestly thought that, that that was like, oh, that's Army Song from that other movie. I was also thinking that it yeah. was from another movie. I did too. But...
0: Not, did you look it up did, yeah. did you find yeah, anything yeah, it's, I tried to look it up, up on for IMDB mm-hmm. if it's like a movie connection or the soundtrack thing but
1: it's the guy who wrote he wrote scores for war movies you know he wrote The Great Escape he wrote um, scores for a bunch of other things he wrote mm-hmm. the score. wrote the score specifically for Stripes and then uh, the studio held it didn't release it ever until
3: 2005 wow it's, it's a such, a, such yeah. a catchy yeah. 10 seconds same, there, yeah. and um, then it um, just get, yeah. I think I feel like they just recorded that. And they're like, "All right, we got it, we got it." Yeah,
1: <laughs> and, and then, they use it
3: like make your beds,
2: and
1: then and like the
2: sad like Charlie Brown esque theme that uh, that plays over like when Bill Murray gets dumped. That's yeah, also like really great. It's yeah. good. Yeah, I really mm-hmm. enjoyed that.
1: Um, the use of music in the the whole thing was fantastic.
2: Yeah, there's cool. only one song
3: that. Uh, only one like pop song that's get that gets used, and it's uh, oh god, what is it? It's it's during the the mud, mud wrestling. wrestling scene. Damn it, I forgot. I was I didn't write it down because I was like I'll remember. Oh. Just, <laughs> I mean, I mean I there's.
0: I think it's just like with some Bill Murray movies. There's great s- songs that are sung. Naturally, in the movie, mm-hmm. like we're saying, like the like uh, the do run run is is a fun scene because of that. The the do a ditty song yeah. is great, and the uh... yeah, they just have fun. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <clears throat> I do. I did like the because uh, it was in vogue back in the day to do uh, wipe transitions of <laughs> the different like. Like the rotating transition or the... The fade-in the, the the wipe? Man. Spitters. Oh, rubber band man. Yeah, yeah that's right. right.
3: Yeah. Mm. Um, all right, well, moving on from that then. The, uh, the costumes
2: were good? Yeah. I, kinda, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, if... It, I, I did,
1: they, they stood out during the graduation scene. Yeah. Where everybody was, like, kind of wearing military garb, but they gave everybody a little something different. Mm-hmm. I noticed it. I thought it was
0: good Good direction of some of the... Like, the, the military scenes in the training we're all done effective like it could be from a drama some of the stuff mm-hmm. going through obstacle courses the training
3: anyway i feel like when it comes to technical achievements a, a comedy a very basic <coughs> comedy is pretty much punting those categories and that's fine i don't expect it i don't expect great editing or great you know cinematography from a,
2: from stripes <laughs> Right. each one of these though I want like well how was the makeup I want to just be like army makeup <laughs> <laughs> the sound of, oh, army sounds
3: um, of those involved with film would this be anyone's number one achievement in their career
2: this is especially rough for me because I know that most of the leads have Ghostbusters in three years
1: yeah, I, I thought about this while I was watching it. It was one of the questions I kept coming back
3: to, and I feel like the answer is no for probably everybody. I, I
0: think, think it's because you got some comedy legends here yep. captured. So, in beginning.
3: So for me, it's not necessarily is this the best movie they ever made, but like is this their best performance? And for me, I
0: think it's Harold Ramis'.
2: I agree.
0: Yeah. I might still go Egon, but this is definitely his most like lived-in, feels like an actual person. Yeah. Kind of performance, and not like
2: scientist caricature. Yeah, not like a
0: cartoon. Mm-hmm. He just seems like a, a guy just going with the flow. and It's kind of just like a buddy you'd want to be friends with. Mm-hmm.
3: And I did really like the I, I really like the guy who played Holka. But uh, I, was, I was reading about him, and man, that guy had an interesting career. Yeah. He was in a, a lot of a lot of stuff, and then he uh, he died unexpectedly the year after Stripes came out. Huh. Uh, Mortar fire. Unfortunately no. Uh, <laughs> in his uh he was like fifty three and oh. uh yeah, oh. he passed away. Um but there's like a a biography was written about him, which hmm. just seems odd to me for a, a a character actor. Yeah. Um but yeah, you should go like read about him sometime. It's he's,
0: his yeah. name is Warren Oaks or something like that. Oates, I think Oates. yeah.
2: He's the third build on the cast, if I remember correctly. Is it?
1: Not surprising. There's nobody famous in that movie except for for Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Bill Murray had done SCTV and Meatballs. Right. Like that's (laughs) it. Yeah.
3: That's how he knew Ratman, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ivan Ratman was Meatballs. Yeah. Yeah. Did Ramus write Meatballs as well?
2: Co-wrote. I think so.
3: Okay. Um, I also didn't know this. Ivan Ratman's from uh, Czechoslovakia.
0: And then, by way of Canada, Mm -hmm. they were in Czechoslovakia, came to Canada. Can't claim him.
2: Yeah. Ev- ev- everything...
0: Claim, can, I guess we can claim Jason Reitman, but yeah. not Ivan.
2: Everything that was, not everything, but like 90% of Ivan Reitman in the mid to early 80s or just the 80s at all had Harold Ramis contributing creatively somehow. Yeah. Well, even if it's
3: not Bill Murray's number one movie, among comedic performances, I feel like it's top three.
2: It's fantastic.
0: It's incredible. It's so charismatic. Mm. Yeah. This is He's just got some all-timers, though.
2: Yeah. I looked at... uh, Do you guys know the site Movie Ranker? Mm -mm. It's like really... It's kind of full of itself. It's all like democratically decided. It's just like up and down for movies Uh, and they make lists. mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Groundhog Day is number three. Ghostbusters is number four. Again, there's two more Bill Murray movies that are like nine and then 11. And then Stripes is number 26 of best comedies of all time. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> yeah I believe it
2: but I thought it was crazy that thinking about Bill Murray's acting career that you know internet demographics decided that there are four better Bill Murray movies before Stripes yeah
3: I mean that's the thing that I like, probably better movies com- yes but maybe but better comedies comedic I mean I would put Ghostbusters and Groundhog Day probably above <laughs> Stripes but those are five mm-hmm. star classics yet, right. but that might be it for for comedies from Bill Murray,
0: I yeah. do like him. And what about Bob? Yeah. I think that's underrated. I do too. His performance is like his unhinged nervousness. If we're talking, and his that's also
3: without getting into Wes Anderson stuff too. True. If we're talking about his performance, I'm probably Ghostbusters third, honestly,
1: which
2: is crazy. That's how good he is. Oh, that's right. He'd also done Caddyshack. I forgot about Caddyshack. Oh, See, fuck.
3: I think he's the. I think he's the. It's uh, iconic, though. It is iconic, but it's to me his his part of Caddyshack is the least funny part of Caddyshack. Yeah. Give me Ronnie
2: Dangerfield from Caddy Shack. That's, that's He's good. fantastic and Scrooged. Yeah. Scrooge is good. What about Bob Groundhog like Day? I love Scrooge.
0: And then he starts getting serious. What about
2: Bob that's okay. great though? That. Space Jam. Oh, uh, Royal's fan kind
3: of King Bob. Bob. Uh, I'm sorry, not Ro- uh um uh, Rushmore. The school yeah, Rushmore is a great comedic performance, I think.
1: That's yeah. he does it's that like, different uh, it's a different style. kind of comedy. Yeah.
2: That dry asshole mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I would
1: still take Life Aquatic and Bill Rushmore if I'm talking Bill Murray performances
0: And I'd probably do Rushmore.
2: And I would do Charlie's Angels before Charlie's Angels Full Throttle in the role <laughs> of Bosley. Which Garfield well, Yeah, the been, in in Tale of Two Kitties, probably. I would, <laughs> and, that he's, the, and that he's the lead, not the lead, but the human component of Osmosis Jones.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I <laughs> forgot about that movie. He's also really funny in Kingpin. Voice of Garfield. He's also the mayor of
3: Pawnee, Indiana. Yep, what a guy!
1: What, what a guy,
3: love Bill Murray.
0: We'll miss him. Yeah, whoa, <laughs> yeah. rest in peace. That's gonna be a rough one when Bill Murray goes. Yeah, so integral. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard when
1: you, when you talk about Bill Murray because I mean, you have to narrow it down some because he's you know, top 10 living actor right now, just mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, so it Bernie Powers was one of the worst things he's done and it was great, you know? Yeah. I
3: think for that question, you just kind of adjust it based on who you're talking about. Like, when we were talking about the Wachowskis, at that point, you know, Matrix needed to be number one on their list to really move the needle. Yeah, it's like kind of Chris that day. But Bill, from, Bill Murray
2: performance, a top ten Bill
1: Murray performance is yeah, an amazing performance. Yeah. It's, right. It's, top ten Wachowskis movies could suck.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. But like, <clears throat> for this to be like his third feature film, even looking back for this to be one of his best is fantastic. I think he's great in the
3: movie. Yeah. Fantastic. So, yeah. I do think it's it's an essential Bill Murray. Yes. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat>
0: yeah. Especially um, purely comedic without some of the underlying drama of some of the later stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: number six was the film Financially Successful. Actually,
2: yeah. I actually
0: forgot to look this up. Wildly. Yeah, I looked it, it up beforehand. Long. It was a budget of $10 million. And it grossed uh, $89 million. It ended up being the fifth most successful movie of that year.
2: 1981, yeah. Which like yes.
0: this small budget, almost like no name at the time. Rated movie. R comedy. Rated R comedy. It's about as this
2: as come out. 87?
1: Yeah. I was going to say 85. I just wonder at the time, I wonder how much of it, it being a war film of any kind. Well, that it was a f- it.
2: well, that it was a follow up to Caddyshack, really, like in that in that genre, right. Really, kind of helped comedies in the early eighties. Yeah. Also, just how the Cold War. I wonder if people were like ready to anti Russia. Yeah, let's go watch our boys in
1: blue. There's another thing. A letter yeah. cut says, "I bet they're heading straight to Berlin." It's like, man, you really don't know
3: shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's the first year of the Reagan administration. Yeah. Eighty-one, so yeah, I can see that.
0: Um, yeah. Ends up being a ton of uh, like basic training movies in the eighties too. I think IMDb said it like kicked off a whole bunch of stuff. Well, there is Private Benjamin a year before.
3: Yeah, apparently it, it owes a little bit to, to Private Benjamin for because I actually had no idea that Private Benjamin was older than Stripes. I would I would have guessed Benjamin was like eighty-six or eighty-seven. Mm. Um, I think. It, stripes uh, i would it's been a very long time since i've seen private benjamin but I'd like to rewatch that at some point but
0: yeah, the mp is apparently in it bill murray's girlfriend in stripes is oh, really? Player, private hmm. benjamin so they said that uh, on mdb she uses the same costume <laughs> it's the
3: shared it's the fuckable mp universe <laughs> yeah <laughs> jesus <laughs> I'm just assuming Goldie Hawn also has sex with. It. I don't know. But, <laughs> um, uh, is Stripes important film history? Did it influence movies after? Oh, obviously you said it. Uh, there were more uh, Basic Training movies in the '80s that, that came out after this, like mm-hmm. Spies Like Us.
1: Um, I don't know if I remember anything pre it that took place like a that was like a BT. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, military mm-hmm. comedy. Don't know. Especially basic training—that's such like a movie military trope now. Yeah, like going through basic training and it would, being tough, and the drill sergeant fighting with everybody and mm-hmm. making them do push-ups. So. I mean,
3: Private Benjamin, like we said, was right. one year before, and it was also a big hit. Um, so it probably opened that door, but someone's got to step through
2: it, though. Sure. Yeah. So for the sergeant bilko. Uh, I what to say they call it. Super influential. I do too. But it's, um, I think it was super influential for all of the SCTV actors' I mean, careers. Yeah, it also like made Ghostbusters happen, probably And in John weird Candy roundabout way.
1: Be a, John Candy. Yeah, featured comedic actor launched John Larroquette, who won like you know bunch of Emmys for
3: yeah Night Court. Yeah. Yeah. It's important it in small ways, and right. it just wasn't that like the seismic comedy right. that changes the landscape right. I think it's, it's, it's no, important for
2: all of the careers of the people in it and not necessarily as a cohesive film for the making of films to follow
3: because I bet like today there <clears throat> are comedy directors who think like like uh, I want to make the next Caddyshack I want to make the next Ghostbusters right obviously <laughs> uh, right. but I don't know if as many would say like I want to make the next Stripes
1: right
0: I'm trying to think of what would a modern comedy where you could see Stripes's influence. And
3: yeah, it's hard. It's more of just like it's yeah. a it's 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 a great comedy in a big like a mosaic of '80s comedies well, that are good. I guess well, maybe it's, maybe it's just the, the, the Bill
0: Murray vehicle where you have like a charismatic slacker um, go do something. Like That's true. Van Wilder, I think, is deeply indebted to Bill Murray. Yeah. But Bill Murray character throughout movies, stripes being an example of it. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I also think that that it is you take comedic actors and you put them in a fish out of water situation. Yeah, is that type? Is it's not a, an army comedy? It's a like you know here's Will Ferrell who's like a goofy comedian dude, like, and now he's playing basketball, mm-hmm. like, and now he's on like a, a basketball team, or mm-hmm. you know. It's it lends more to those style of group comedies. Like here's Seth Rogen, and he accidentally got a woman way out of his league pregnant, and here's his the cast of Goofy Friends who all like. That's that's what true. I'm thinking. Where somebody like fixes their shitty life, but remains personable. Yeah, I that, wonder that kind of movie. Knocked Up's a good example, I think. I wonder yeah. if Judd Apatow is. If, if if this is on his his list of influential comedies, I I I, a, I could see he's it. He's a huge Harold Ramis, Ivan Rabin fan. I know that.
1: Yeah, and Seth Rabin, all that that Canadian new wave crew. Yeah, love. Now,
3: I would imagine instead of singling out Straps, it's more of just like the collaboration between the general collaboration between right, Rabin, Ramis, and Murray. Right, would be on that list. It's just like
0: yeah, their body of work. John Landis too. Mm-hmm. You no, know, Harold Ramis wrote. Uh, that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Complete mental blank. Animal House. Animal House. Yeah. Also, so they were the all collaborated. By... Harold oh, Stein. For Animal House,
2: and Harold uh, co- Ramis. Blue uh, I so. uh, Co-wrote I, Blues Brothers.
0: Um, I don't know. I think so. Yeah, pretty sure. He had a hand in a lot of stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah. Harold Ramis. A lot of... Genius writer, for sure. In that, uh, the way you write movie scripts, mm-hmm. he's just. Comedy legend. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, is this? Do you consider this one of the best movies in the comedy genre?
2: I would say so. I would
0: say so.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it always comes down to like how narrow is your. It's list? crazy because like, I
0: are bet you it's saying it's top two, top ten, top twenty? Well, you know? I it, when it's I think probably top, not, when not top five. It, or, when it's as broad
1: as comedy, too. Like, if it's a top hundred comedy of all time, yeah, and it is. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and top hundred is for comedies. I can mean, tell a hundred come out a year.
2: Yeah, you know. Yeah, a lot of people draw the line that there's you know new comedy and then there's pre two thousands. I don't know why, but a bunch of lists that I saw set that arbitrary mm-hmm. line. Mm-hmm.
3: And well, that's weird. I mean, I certainly think comedy evolves, but and I think that like comedy post two thousand is different from this. But at the same time, I think nineties comedy is different from this. That and much I more think impressive. Seventies comedy, a movie from forty years ago holds up and is still funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, when you're talking about
2: military comedy, it's like Stripes is way different than Mash. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, I, yeah. I, mean, I I get the point that people are making. I'm not going to compare, like, Buster Keaton to Seth Rogen. Like, they're two completely different genres, despite them both being under the comedy umbrella. Sure. But that being said, I still think this is one of the best.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would agree. Yep. Has it aged well, you think?
2: Yeah, it's still hilarious. Forty years
3: later, that's hard to do. Yeah, I think it, its simplicity helps that it aid, helps yeah. it age well. Like, it's not... Yeah. I mean, we still have the military... It's basic training has not changed a whole lot.
2: It's mm -hmm. it's it does physical comedy really well, which ages well. Yeah, and other than that, it it's it's the main comedic vehicle is somebody and a group of people taking something really seriously, and then a a pair of characters taking the piss out of them.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Like, yeah, I mean, it also benefits from having maybe the greatest comedic actor of all time in its lead role. Yeah, like if you get that. It's going to be funny 40 years later. the guy who can
0: float on camp, like charisma alone. Right. Charisma and charm. And you know, you
3: said that physical comedy ages well, and I, I totally agree, because uh, I think Charlie Chaplin and Buster Keaton comedies are still very funny. Yeah, I do too. I love them. I love silent movies. They're, they're silent we movies. Yeah, We don't talk about those on Talking Talk. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: I think it holds up some of the, um, I think some of the, like, titillation of the movie yeah, is a little, uh, weird. Dated. I guess it's just, like, a thing of the 80s, like the, the porkies of Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where there, there's a lot of unnecessary, and, like, when I was a kid, unnecessarily, like, shots of, like, boobs and, and whatnot was a selling point. But it's <laughs> it's completely, a lot of it is completely unnecessary. My
3: favorite ever. And, is, yeah. uh, I was, let me interrupt. I, I, the, my favorite unnecessary boob shot is, uh, an airplane. You know
0: yeah, know which she just runs in front of the screen.
3: Yeah, there's the chaos, everybody <laughs> finds out that, uh, that, you know, everybody's sick. Yeah. And then there's just, everybody's freaking out on the airplane, and then just a naked woman just, just like, jumps in front of the camera, jiggles for a second, and then just jumps out. But it's the just head. her from neck to the like belly button. <laughs> yeah. That's all you see. And it's, uh, <laughs> I love that it's just green. the, they're, 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 fun they're of making that. fun of, yeah. of just putting yeah putting yeah. naked women in movies. Right. Um, but yeah,
0: and the, the John Larroquette scene, like spying on the the girls, is, gets creepier over time. I like yeah. <laughs> but especially yeah.
2: in today's Hollywood climate, yeah. the the whole like mud wrestling scene is such a time capsule yeah. of yeah. those '80s comedies. Like all the way up until like all, especially all that was was improvised. But like John Candy getting into the ring with six. Scantily clad women, and I get that they're playing on the trope of like army bar, right? Um, mm-hmm. But and then like punching these women in the face and then like <laughs> ripping their bikinis off.
0: Yeah, that's, that's the, the finale is they all have them except he's like, you know, um, he's oxed, groped them and ripped all their clothing off. <laughs> yeah, is that that, that feels kind of
2: icky, but the thing that, that that stops me from admonishing it completely for that admonishing that scene completely is—I mm-hmm. still think Bill Murray is hilarious ringside, just like, going like "Come on, you're gonna let them do that to yeah. you." Just like being kind of like
0: his his fight promoter yeah. Yeah, and going like, "Ref, ref, you looking at this?" <laughs> it's like a perfect uh, like, what we'll kind of show are you running here? Right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Next question. <laughs> I wonder if the that scene in Old School is influenced directly oh. by Stripes. I, I always assumed it was
1: like, I their, if it's like homage. They're '80s kids. Mm-hmm. In
3: college, and, like this is what happened in movies when we were kids, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, one mm-hmm. last quick question: uh, Is this the movie The Great Wall from 2017? <laughs> it is not.
2: Okay. Well,
3: so are there, there, <laughs> some
0: points for that. How could it be a parable?
2: So, there is a point where they are, where, when Sergeant Holka <laughs> and them are at the ropes course, that is close to them devising a strategy of climbing a wall. Um, hmm. And then Holka later, when he goes super soldier in, uh, in Czechoslovakia, True. just climbing up that wall underneath, cuts the fence, infiltrating uh, past the Te, which are the Russians in there Sure. Um, Should we please make this a thing where Chris has to, every Talk of Fame nomination <laughs> Figure out a way to compare a movie
3: to the Great
0: Wall. I mean it's already in the fabric of the
3: I think the Great Wall would have been better if the dragon when the dragon dogs I fly- I don't even know anymore. Are were the were there dragon dogs? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought I remembered that. What are they called? Taote. The Tao Like while the Tao Te are, are running or flying, I don't know what they do. But Run. They while they're running.
2: They do run.
0: Do the combatants in the Great Wall have any kind of a secret weapon kind of like the EM-50. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. The they've got dynamite. They've got gunpowder. <laughs> hmm. um, and let's not... a sweet with a bacon. <laughs> <clears throat> the main comparison is with the uh, with the, the the swan-style general the woman on the Great Wall and then you've got two knuckleheads showing up Pablo Pascal and Matt Damon to the Great Wall Wall a lot like Harold Ramis and <laughs> sure. Bill Murray. Well, there you John go. Winger.
0: Yeah.
2: They even fight. They even fight. They even fight. Just like it. So, uh, it oh, was... I just
0: I just realized that uh, Jeff Winger from Community takes his name from Stripes. John Winger in Stripes. Yeah, uh, uh, he gets the winger from from that because he's essentially the same character.
2: I would I would love to oh, see yeah. some a like Bill Murray some you know. like fan fiction where uh, where Jeff Winger from Community is actually uh, John Winger's son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very similar role because mm-hmm. he is just
3: uh, he you know brings the. Outcasts together in yeah. community. You got a
0: slacker going to something that could be taken serious like community college and, mm-hmm. you know, finally bearing down and they study and try to do stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: yeah. All right. Should Stripes be inducted into the talk of fame? We need paper. 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 <laughs> paper. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we just over, over all the bad paper. parts of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> the what? The bad parts? Yeah. So I actually did think about adding this other question in just before the final vote, which is just like, is there any is there any flaw? Yeah. Why are you using on, on that shelf paper? by the Yeti thing here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Oh wait, no. I forget. I
2: keep. Yeah, I've got them in my bag here. Um. I do think that we should that we should have a question on here that is just, what is the movie's biggest flaw?
3: I do too. And I, I realize that when, when, partially with this movie, because its biggest flaw isn't really covered in these questions. Right. Other, well, I guess we could story. have talked
2: about it in the story. Because if you, yeah. if you stop we the movie at an hour 15, right. I think this is a perfect movie, Re- mud wrestling scene aside. The, the biggest hole I'd have to talk about would be the mud wrestling scene but if you expand that to its full length of what hour 38 hour 40 the the last bit in I got one, in uh, in Czechoslovakia is just not it's just completely different tonally and the pacing is bad the effects yeah. are at, bad
0: and At the same time it's only like 15 20 minutes yeah. it,
2: even the story yeah, it feels, feels like, like it's
1: half
3: the movie It seems know. it seems like... But I do like the He was forced in. Yeah.
0: I do like the finale of them being famous and the magazine covers and and Bill Murray getting off. It's like, oh, you're doing this for me? Is this a surprise party? <laughs> yeah. It's just like his posturing at the end.
3: Yeah. I'll also say and uh, that I was just only mildly impressed with John Candy in the movie. Like as far as yeah. what he was ultimately capable of. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think if I had watched this in 1981, I don't think I would have been like, that guy's a star. Compared to, like, I don't think I would have expected Plain Strangers and Automobiles something that good to come from him down the road.
0: I think you do see in this movie that he's on his own little wavelength for how he acts. Yeah, he certainly has
2: the the clues that you could see, like, oh, this guy could be a star.
0: Yeah, and this guy is going to fill, like, a role where he's like... uh kind of irritating buddy that you have along. Like that's oh, yeah, ingratiated.
2: I get, yeah. I, I get these. I was about to fold them map really irritatingly for whoever has to unfold them. <laughs> it's you, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what he just said. It's you. <laughs> he
1: said, I get these. I was about to fold it really irritatingly for whoever. Um Yeah, I don't know. It's uh maybe that that should be in the the movie. I don't know. I just feel like with such a bland in a good way comedy a straightforward comedy but it's okay to end at a graduation I didn't need to see them go to actual war right yeah it, like you could have that cheesy ending and it'd be perfectly fine but the movie's not trying to accomplish anything
3: more than that I think it's greatest flaw is that it created a template that Police Academy followed <laughs> and, eight times and gave us Police Academy right because that is a almost a straight remake yeah Gutenberg's the slacker. They do the training and then they have the, the mission for like 15 minutes.
2: For nine fucking movies.
3: Yep. The mission to Moscow. The mission to Miami Beach. The mission to Toledo. I don't know.
2: I don't know where Are else we ready it. to read the votes? We have cast our votes. We ready. <laughs> Four votes. First vote. Despite Europe, yes. <sighs> this is really, this is really sucky. <laughs> <A little crumpled laughs> them up in the balls. Such tradition. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Drill sergeant, sergeant, sergeant. I'm a little hungover. <laughs> Spelled sergeant three different ways, I like all wrong. <laughs> I like the last one sergeant. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Someone folded it over on the glue. I think this is actually mine. <laughs> no, it's not. Third vote is sure. <laughs> <It's> so passive. <laughs> it's a very, a very uh, winger. <laughs> yeah. This this gets in the way that, <laughs> that the Matrix does. It's just the, the yes votes are all kind of like, eh, I guess so. And my last vote is yes as well. 4-0. Four 0 Four. Yes.
0: No. Oh. So this is better than the Matrix. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I think for me, like I'm willing, I'm more
3: willing when it comes to comedies to overlook the the flaws and sure. the bad parts yeah. because so many comedies have so many flaws. <laughs> so many flaws. It's
0: like when we talk about uh, American Werewolf in London. Like, what is the purpose of this movie? Is it to make you laugh? To scare you? The point of Amelie is it to charm you and make you fall in love? The point of this movie is to make you laugh, and it does that. And still holds up and yeah. is one of the best at doing it, in mm-hmm. my opinion.
3: Yeah, and I, I think I think part of the reason it
2: can overcome those last fifteen minutes is that they're only fifteen minutes. And that the hour fifteen before it is so funny. Yeah.
0: I think, you know, part of that question of like what's the movie's biggest flaw and does it have enough goodwill to survive it? For the for me, answer to that last part would be yes. Yeah. This movie has enough goodwill generated during its running time to it's, survive that. It's I like
1: no vote. So, do I, did, I did too. I came in a no vote when they
3: right here. I came in not knowing what my vote was. I came in as a yes.
0: It, and right turned, after, it turned pretty quick. Yeah, right after I watched it, I was a no. Leading into it, I was an obvious yes. It's I mean, the stripes. It's Bill Murray, but if
2: that like military training scene was like you've got one more thing to do before you graduate, you have to take the EM fifty and you have to protect it. If that was before the graduation, I think that people would overlook how bad that scene is. Because it would Maybe. get bookended and it would, it would speed would it. feels it. like the movie's over, right? Yeah. like yeah. It feels like the movie should be over mm-hmm. after the graduation. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's just kind in a freeze frame at like these are the kind of soldiers I want on the EM-50 yeah. and then it's like Bum, <laughs> magazine covers.
0: Maybe just consider it bonus content. You have your movie and then there's just some extra stuff <laughs> <director's> with <laughs> a laugh or two in it. Speaking of, there's an extended cut
2: of this movie that's out there that includes a scene before they get on the plane to go to Italy or after the mission before they come back on the plane where Harold Ramis and Bill Murray unknowingly uh, eat a bunch of hits of Judge Reinhold's acid and they go, they stow away with paratroopers uh, and get dropped somewhere in South America somehow from Czechoslovakia and uh, and They get captured, and the way that they get out is because they relate on a one-to-one basis, because Bill Murray starts singing Tito Puente songs. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'm glad they left that one out of the final cut.
3: Nice. I like that's a throwback to the Tito Puente joke. Yeah, I like that it's a
2: callback to the Tito Puente, but I'm glad it wasn't in the final movie. Give me one second. I forgot to check something on my homework. But yeah, cool. So, that goes in as as a talk of fame. Yeah. yeah. Well done, Chris. We got Thanks. I tried to pick something that was embattled, not to make a pun, um, but still, uh, good. I'm glad I didn't pick Groundhog Day, because I think that would have been a landslide. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> but it also would have been a delight to watch it.
2: Yeah. Well, it's on stars, and you've got login for stars.
0: Hey. I also own oh, it. Mm.
2: Everybody's,
1: yeah. everybody's gonna uh, on Stripes. Everybody's got on HBO, right? Hmm? HBO. Everybody's got HBO. Yeah. HBO, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I'm on homework, right? Main yeah. topic. Right. Yeah. But homework. We're going to, uh, I'm going to do back-to-back war movies. Ooh. Just mm. weird. Veterans Day is coming up. That's why I picked it. Okay. So I had to narrow down a genre somehow. Uh, topic. We're going to talk about the movies of the late great Robin Williams. We're going to watch Good Morning Vietnam.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah.
1: It's on HBO for subscribers. Available oh. to rent for two ninety nine everywhere. Nice. if you want to watch it ahead of time but I don't think I've ever seen that uh, full sitting either yeah I haven't mm-hmm. seen it in a long time and Robin Williams sadly done making movies <laughs> and we'll talk about him more because I think he's underrated Inter- somehow interesting career yeah
0: cool that's it cool so uh, Stripes is in and we're talking uh, Good Morning Vietnam and Robin Williams next week yep excellent so this was uh, Talk of Talk nope <laughs> this was your show of shows you've only done this 60 times and this was Talkie Talk the podcast for the media by us please visit the site and see our stuff connect with us on Twitter and Gmail we have hyperlinks in the show notes uh, For check out our Facebook groups and our Facebook page we'd love to hear from you for podcast topics and please subscribe and give us a rating I uh, want to say thanks to Willow Walkers for the intro music thanks Willow Walkers I want to say uh, thanks to Boo Reefa for the outro music Boo Reefa. thanks very much. And I want to say thanks to you guys for being here. Thanks, Chris. Thanks. Thanks, Brent. My name's Judge. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks, TJ. Thanks, David. Aww. And this was Talkie Talk Soldier. Kicking rocks down old dusty roads. Small town
3: slowpokes long time ago.
2: Kicking out records of all the
0: things that I know.
2: All the things that I, knew. I saw you get close and arch your back, which is what you do when you go, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. The sl-